Hi, welcome to our bonus episode that we promised you days ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And this is the, um, it's going to be the theories that we talked about. Um, I have some and Jenny has a couple and we can discuss those. And I do have an article where the author kind of theorizes which one they, out of the theories they think is the most believable. And it's actually on um, the crimewire.com is the website that my stuff came from. Okay. Um, the majority of mine came from the actual website itself. Um, and then during the Lizzie Borden Museum House. Oh, okay. The, like the actual Lizzie Borden site. Um, and then there is the videos that I watched where the tour guides um, give their kind of theories as well. So, and then like people within those videos, you know, tell theories and things like that. So, okay. Um, so how are you? Peachy. I figure we'll do a small side of bullshit today. Um, cause it's Saturday. I, I, okay. So I think I talked about this before I had, um, dyed my grandson's hair, both of them mm -hmm. dyed their hair and I promised my granddaughter I would do hers. She wants hers purple. I had a feeling. <laughs> so proud. I thought she would go pink because she is all about the pink shit. So I thought for sure she would be pink, but no, she wants purple. Okay. Yeah. So going to be doing that. So we're going to take a little trip to the store and get some things do some stuff fun fun um and i have um officially bought a couple gifts for march mess now mm, okay um one is um the little baby is scooting around now and she likes to go straight for either my shoes she loves my Hey Dudes or my purse. So I found a little purse for her. Cute. It's her purse. And then I know sometimes the older ones get on and listen. So I'm not going to say what the other one is because it's for one of them. So good job. Don't let it slip. <laughs> yep. Sorry, boys. <laughs> Um, I did have to tell them though, like when I did the Sylvia Likens, I'm like, I don't care. You cannot listen to that one. You cannot, not for 10 years in 10 years, you can search YouTube, the archives, whatever, and find it. But right now, absolutely not. I don't know. Yeah. If they I don't know if they listened, but you know, we'll see. Let us know, boys. Did you listen? Yeah. Do I have to whoop that ass? No. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're both um they both have blue hair. Like not well, Jack Jack wanted all over blue, so he's all over blue. Where Ben's just got that long floppy middle 
Um, that's the only thing on him that's blue. So I'm not going to repeat the story I heard. <laughs> Take some guesses and, and you're probably right, but let's get, let's get into the theories. Uh, okay. So obviously the victims, we're just going to go over that again, was Andrew Borden. And although he was successful, he was not well liked. So, I mean, really going by that statement the theories really could be endless mm -hmm. but none of them are listed but i mean it could always be like a business rival or someone he wronged during business mm -hmm. that is not listed in any of those theories that's just what popped out of my own mouth um and of course the other victim was his wife abby um and she like this article describes her as like older when she got married and she was portly and round. <laughs> um okay. and she I was didn't get that description, so that's quite funny. Yeah, kind of um lucky to have married so successfully. Yeah, I, I did get um that it was believed by, you know in the smaller circle of Lizzie that uh, she married specifically for money and that she was just a gold digger. Yeah. Which is possible. And that actually goes along with maybe one of my theories a, li a little bit. Um, so the first one I have is that after the murder, Lizzie told the police that she saw a wild-eyed man kind of sneaking, lurking around the house, or, yeah, around the house the morning of the murders. And then it was kind of later corroborated by other local residents that they did see a man fitting that description in the area. So that that is one theory. That one I did not know. That's interesting. Yeah. And um, like I said, later, what once we go through all the theories, I will go over the commentary. Um, let me see who wrote this article. Um, Catherine Sparrow okay. on the crime wire. So um, once we're all done with the theories, I will go into like her thoughts. Um, and then actually after each, um, each theory, she gives like a quick thought and her thought on that one is, I think there may be some truth to this. I will discuss further below. And, and she does. Okay. What 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 do you got? Um, well, my first one is in regards to the uncle, and yep, I already forgot his name again. John. John, John Morris. Morris. Um and he kind of comes into play because his arrival at the house is not what the normal that he would do. 
Um, he did come around, even though he was the brother of the deceased wife, which is the girl's mother. Um, and he would typically send a telegram or a wire, you know, ahead of time saying, hey, I'm going to be here this day, this time. Um, and that's what would happen on this occasion. He did not send any advance notice that he was coming or when. He just showed up out of the blue and said, hey, can I crash? Um, and uh, Andrew was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Um, and apparently there wasn't really a whole lot going on there. Um, you know, nothing really to note other than that it was they he had breakfast with the Bordens, but not Lizzie and um, Emma. Emma. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, not with the girls, but with Andrew and his wife. And then after they'd had breakfast, Andrew and him had left for whatever they had to do the day, kind of went their separate ways. And he showed up well after the police and the hubbub had, you know, ensued. Um, however, in his hometown, he was actually a butcher. And it is said that a butcher's knife would be consistent with the wounds that were inflicted, considering they did not find the actual axe or hatchet that was used. Yeah. It is believed that he used a cleaver and took it with him. And also a part of that is that Lizzie and her sister kind of roped him into doing it for you know their mistreatment by their father and stepmother and the potential that they had given him money although that wasn't noted in anywhere that I had seen yeah um the next one I got actually the next one I've got I'm gonna wait because I know you said you had one um so I'm gonna wait so another one, and I did not know until I read this article that this person even existed. And Jenny was like, what? I didn't, I didn't hear that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm curious about this one. I bypassed it in the article, I think. Okay. Um, one theory was William Borden, who was Andrew's illegitimate son okay and actually after you had told me about it i was thinking maybe it was from the stepmother <laughs> um nope he was 26 at the time of the murder and it according to this theory he killed them because he was trying to extort money and hmm. um Andrew and Abby weren't falling for it. Um, so um, the author's thoughts on this is, I don't know if it's a typo, but it said, I think there may be closer to the truth. Um, so that is another one of the theories and again i like i would kind of like to do a deep dive into that because like i said and 
maybe I had heard that before and it just wasn't an important fact that she had a half brother. Um, but I don't recall hearing it. Yeah, same. Um, I don't remember any mention of that. Yeah. Um, in fact, during uh, the other episode, um, you had actually even talked about a different one that I had not heard. Oh, shoot. No, what one was it? Um, shit. I had it a second ago. <laughs> I lost it. We'll see if it comes back. It might. It might not. Um, yep. Hold on one second, and I will see if I can. Because at that point, um, it was on Wikipedia, where there was like some other theories. Sorry. Now I'm not going to be able to fucking find it. Nope. So I'll do one of mine, um, which is the theory that the maid was a part of the murders um in one there is that she actually physically helped in the process of it the other is that she knew lizzie had killed the parents and helped her to cover it up and that's part of why she had taken the stand and all of that um also it was noted that after the girls received the money that they had given a portion of it to the maid who actually bought a ranch in another state and moved away and never had contact with them again. Okay. So um, that one with the, you know, the possibility of the payoff or it could just be like, hey, we know you just went through this horrible ordeal just like we did. Here's a little something, you know, we have all this money. Go go set yourself up somewhere. Never have to work for anyone again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now I had she. There was a a couple of theories listed about Bridget, the maid. Um. Mm -hmm. And that was. Now, of course, these are just theories. No one said anything about the truth. Um. That. One theory is based on whether or not the rumors of her, Bridget and Lizzie, being lovers. That was it. And Abby had found out and was threatening to tell Andrew. Um, so that she may have killed her that Bridget and Lizzie worked together to kill him. And another one is speculated that Bridget was mistreated by the Bordens 
Um, and that kind of goes to you talking about how she was like in the attic, had to keep the door closed to keep the cold heat, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But then it also goes into um, how she had a, hold on, let me find it again. I'm sorry. Um, that she really didn't have a horrible relationship with the Borden family. Um, uh, yeah, um, she was reported to have a cordial relationship with the family. Um, she was not treated any different than their other, I'm not using this in like any derogatory, but their, um, their staff, their maids were mostly Irish, um, that she wasn't treated any worse than the rest of them. Um, so that theory is kind of, so, uh, those are the two I have about her. And I think, yeah. Oh, and then of course we've got, um, Lizzie acting alone um and we may have talked about this but her and her father had a close relationship um she kind of idolized her dad um and then that leads to another theory of the sisters acting together because of the theory that they were abused as children um and this particular article doesn't reference, was it physical or like sexual abuse? Um, but I do know the Wikipedia talks about both. Um, so, I mean, maybe. Yeah, um, I think it's certainly interesting to note that at that, like in that time, um, in most cases, women were married off you know rather young um and for the age that the girls were it was odd that they hadn't been married yet um and it was like i had actually um come across one where they said where like a family friend or a neighbor or something had made remarks to andrew oh well don't you think it's past time to marry them off yeah. And, you know, he was like, well, no, why would I? Yeah. Um, okay, so I, th I think that's all the theories, right, that we found. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of paraphrase a little bit with the author. I can't remember what I said her name was. Catherine. Catherine Sparrow. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. Just want to get to um, the end of the theories. Um, okay, so according to the author, in her opinion, and again, I don't know how much research she did on this kind of thing, um, but her in her opinion, the most likely culprit is the wild-eyed man um, because there was several witnesses that were seen um, and it could have been 
that that man was William Borden, the illegitimate son. Um, and apparently this theory is well supported in Arnold Brown's book, Lizzie Borden, The Legend, The Truth, The Final Chapter. Now I kind of want to find that book on Audible and and read it. But I don't know. I kind of so maybe that was the research she did. Um, so according to Brown's book, um, Andrew Borden has this illegitimate son who everyone in the family knew about but never discussed because you know back then that was those were big secrets. Um mm -hmm. So, uh, just prior to the murder, according to the book, just prior to the murders, both Lizzie and Emma were a little pissed off with their dad because he was planning to, planning his will in a way that wouldn't have been a good benefit to the girls. Um. So again according to the book with the changes of the will kind of hovering over them lizzie contacts william to kind of wrangle his help in persuading their dad against doing that so then brown further speculates that william not being a very sound mind had a particular hatred for abby whom he saw as taking the place of his own mother who should have married andrew um, it goes on to say that while he was waiting for Andrew to return, um, it's possible that Abby was mocking him or telling him like, you have no chance in hell of getting anything, um, because he was illegitimate. Um, so in a rage, he killed her with a hatchet that he carried with him at all times in a burlap bag. So then after waiting or after killing Ab Ab Jesus Christ killing Abby he waited for Andrew return um and then he confronted his dad they argued um knowing the way Andrew was just like dismissed him and lay down and said fuck you I'm going to sleep um that kind of got his rage going again and he then kills his dad and flees the house and then this is where other witnesses see him which doesn't say he was seen with blood on him because you would think there would be some blood you would think there weren't even after killing the mom because yeah. that would that it was said that that was like close range you know what i mean like literally snuck up on her yeah you know i mean well she was facing her killer yeah but i mean like he snuck up on her startled her you know i mean and... in the, i mean i guess you could also see it in that theory that they were face to face and she was telling him you, you ain't getting shit fuck off and then he did it i mean it does make sense it it makes sense i'm a little confused because if he's an illegitimate child and you know like they know about him but you know not really talked about how would that make it commonplace for him to be in the home to where like she's making the bed and having this conversation 
You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I guess if he was confronting her and maybe he thought being in a room, she, she can't really get away. She has to talk to me kind of thing. That's kind of maybe. how I, I would see it maybe, which is also why people, I'm not a cop. <laughs> so, I, I play one on TV. Yeah. Um, but that that's my guess that like he went in there to kind of confront her. I don't know what he was, if it was him, what he was getting out of it. Um, and maybe that's why Lizzie said, well, the evidence is going to prove I didn't do it. So go ahead, name me as the killer, put me on trial. She was acquitted. Um, which now because Lizzie and Emma are legitimate children. They are the only legitimate heirs to the fortune. Mm -hmm. So. I'm um, confused on like, oh, sorry, I don't mean to say confused. I'm curious about the context of this book. Like how does the author know that like this guy is an illegitimate child? How is it? that it's commonplace for him to be in the life, but yet nobody talks about him. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. need to know more about this story. Like, where did this information come from? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know, like I said, until I read this article. And it was, I just looked, it was listed in the Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. I didn't read down that far because I saw theories. I'm like, oh, that'd be an idea for a good little bonus. Um. So, I mean, I don't know. I know things like that weren't talked about because it was taboo. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm assuming he was raised by his mother. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm confused. Like, how? Why is he suddenly showing up and like you know having these? friendly conversations like to me it would make more sense that he finds out that Andrew Borden is his father and that he's got these other children but yet didn't raise him you know and like for him to fly into a rage and do it like to me that would make more sense than you know what I mean well it says Lizzie called him according to the theory well, not called him because you know phones but she wrangled him into this like help us convince him that to give because one of the theories when it comes to um the girls working to uh lizzie and emma the sisters um one of the things was that he was kind of foolishly giving money to abby's family mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah i remember that, that one because like her mom or sisters or something like that was about to lose the house that they lived in um yeah. well and, and so he bought it so they she didn't have to worry about him anymore yeah and again that that is one of the theories that um if it, if it was the girls together glitchy glitch other Hold on, you glitched. I think you're so froze. 
do, 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 do. Still here. Still here, robotically. <laughs> oh. For some reason, I'm seeing the skulls behind you as like bunny ears. <clears throat> huh, wow. Still for, oh. Okay, here I am. Let's see if she can make it back. Hmm. Well, I didn't have any more theories. Those are the only ones I knew. Don't see her popping back in yet. So I'm going to end. I don't know if she's going to get this part or not. But see y'all next time. Bye. It's still recording. She's not here. Where are you, Jilly Bean? I guess we're done.